I'm going to touch on the subject of compliance and using data and analytics in order to help ensure compliance, regulatory compliance from a coding and from a billing standpoint. So one of the things that we would challenge people to consider is how are you thinking around compliance? And we don't even mean like what's your thought process or what structure you're using as really fundamental existential kind of questions like what do you actually know? What do you think you know versus what do you actually know? And how do you know it? In other words, how are you measuring compliance? Is it qualitative or is it quantitative? And are you using analytical tools now in order to ensure compliance? And part of the reason why this is so important is the question of are you staying ahead of enforcement? Because nobody wants to be in some newspaper article that indicates that there was a problem with a particular healthcare organization, provider organization, hospital system, whatever it might be. And we're not saying that you have to do something different because we don't really know what you're doing at this stage, but consider a different approach. Using data can really, really improve things. And just a couple years ago, back in 2018, the penalties got a lot larger for fraud and abuse under the Bipartisan Budget Act of 2018. And it went up essentially to $11,000 per claim. And Yes, that's right, $11,000 per claim. So if you've got 1,000 claims that were billed fraudulently, that's an $11 million price tag. It's absolutely staggering. It's an enormous amount of money. The benefits to whistleblowers have now also gotten massive. And that means that if you're not really on top of things and somebody has access to that information inside who can see it, and they share that information, they have an enormous profit motivation now in order to do so. So be careful. And analytics, analytics and compliance has really moved into the mainstream. I think once upon a time we thought that this was something you know really futuristic, but it's been going on for a long time. And even something like the IRS, the Department of Justice, Securities and uh, sorry, Securities and Exchange Commission, all kinds of regulatory organizations now use analytics in order to ensure compliance and to find organizations and individuals who are not in compliance. And in fact, everybody's familiar with the IRS, obviously, and submitting their own taxes, whether you do it individually or have a, an accountant do it for you, an accounting firm. But IRS, IRS audits have dropped in recent years. And the reason why audits have dropped is because they're effectively auditing everyone using analytics. So when you have a true, quote, audit, that's not what we used to think of. You know, we used to think of auditing as like, oh, they're now going to request records and dive into your information and try to figure out what's going on. That ship sailed. They're doing that on everybody now automatically because they have access to so much data that they can cross-reference everywhere and mine that data. So they're doing auditing on everybody in the traditional sense we used to think of it. Now, because they do those analytics on everybody, their version of audit is effectively, they've caught you and they've, they're coming after you once you get the letter in the mail. That's not an audit. You're in trouble. <laughs> right? 
But, you know, as we mentioned, the Department of Justice, the DOJ, the SEC, they're all using analytics. Um, and even those kind of organizations are requiring the companies that they monitor to use analytics in their compliance programs. And the critical element there is what they say, quote, identification, controls, and detection through analysis and information gathering. So their specific requirements for compliance, not only do they use analytics, but they require the organizations that they monitor to themselves use analytics in their compliance programs in order to be compliant. So it's a little bit meta, but you need to be using data and analytics in order to be compliant not just because you have to find the problem, it's because you have to be using analytics in order to be compliant. Otherwise, you're not in compliance. Even if you don't have any problems, if you're not using analytic tools to ensure compliance, you're out of compliance. I know that sounds crazy, but that's the world we're living in now. And the SEC has been doing this for a long time, actually. And CMS has really increased its focus on compliance lately. So, how long is it going to be before the OIG follows suit and is essentially analyzing, probably already now, and we'll get into that in another podcast, every single claim using analytics to try to uncover and identify fraud and then nailing people to the wall. So I would expect in the near future to see a much greater incidence of fraud claims and at the very least abuse claims against a widespread path of organizations, provider organizations in the United States, where they identify some type of irregularity or error 